time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday. It's a massive few days for Aberdeen with tomorrow's record-chasing Ladbrokes SPFL Premiership trip to Celtic Park, followed by a return to Glasgow on Tuesday evening for the William Hill Scottish Cup quarter-final replay after Sunday's 1-1 share at Petaudry against Rangers. We'll look forward to the rest of the weekend games and the latest round of The Predictor. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me as ever, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And Dave, Andrew, season-defining, some may say, and probably would be right. That's what we said last weekend, Indeed. wasn't it? So uh, it's kind of deja vu, isn't it? But yeah, two massive games. Uh, two of the most difficult games you can get. Away to Celtic, away to Rangers. But, you know, Celtic, you just wonder... Uh, will there be a sort of any sort of backlash after the this is of course is Neil Lennon's first game at Celtic Park will the emotion of that uh, kind of deflate Celtic lift Celtic, what's it going to do um, because not all Celtic fans were happy at Brendan Rodgers leaving, some were delighted, so you, you don't know what the atmosphere coming from the stands is going to be like but you just know that on the pitch it's going to be so difficult for Aberdeen but they have won down there and uh, when you travel to Glasgow, you're always the underdog, but as underdog, Aberdeen often produce their best. Yeah, and Dave, uh, it's not like we haven't won that recently in both venues. We we won at Celtic Park in the last day of uh, last season, and we won at Ibrox uh, as recently as December. Yes, indeed, Dave and Derek McInnes, he's challenging his men to end this campaign in style. With so few league games to go, I've been saying this for the last few weeks now, how important it is for us to try and get as many wins as possible. The away form has been good. It's in total contrast to the recent home form. Uh, and we want to try, although the opponent is, is tough, we go there with, with the belief that we can go and get a result and try and, as I say, finish the season as strongly as possible in both competitions, both in the league and the Scottish Cup. And the bottom line, Andrew, is that our form on the road has been nothing short of uh, pretty spectacular recently. Well, tomorrow sees the side with the best home record in the league come up against the side with the best away record in the league. So uh, the scene set for a, a really good game, but Aberdeen will have to produce their absolute top form if they're to continue this great away record that they've got. Dave, our last league outing against Hamilton was not what we wanted. It was a poor mm. performance by everyone's admission, but Very uh, it was uh, a total contrast last Sunday in the Cup. Yeah, Aberdeen played very well against Rangers on, on most other days. I think they they would have won the match. Um, fine margins in football, as, as we all know, but uh, a couple of excellent games to look forward to. Everybody's really up for it. And Don Ball says, bring on the old firm. We're all excited there in the change room. These are the sort of games that you want to play and they're the sort of games that you want to go and get results in. And as a team, we're not looking to, to get a draw or, or to you know, accept three points from one of those games or you know an exit of the cup. We, we want to go and get ourselves in the semi-final and we want to get ourselves in a good position in the league with three points apart good. And um, the manager alluded to the fact at press, Andrew, that, uh, that already Neil Lennon, it will be a different style. There'll be, you know, marginal differences, but it'll be different from facing Brendan Rodgers' uh, Celtic team. Yes, and uh, when you think back to the last time we played against Celtic, the 4-3 game at Petaudry, you had 
Callum McGregor and Ryan Christie in the midfield engine room. Neither of them are likely to be available tomorrow. So there will be slight changes, but Kieran Tierney will be back at left-back. Um, Odson Edward is starting now under Neil Lennon where he was often coming off the bench under Brendan Rodgers so I think that although there will be differences the magnitude of the task will still remain the same And, and uh, Dave it uh, will be one that uh, both managers uh, tomorrow uh, will, will relish because uh, it will be a, a very much a battle of who get, gets it right in terms of how they set the teams out yeah, an absolutely fascinating uh, tactical battle as these two uh, very good managers put their put their heads together, go head to head. Derek McKinney says he will choose his tactics carefully. Let's try to get the balance right between defending and attacking. Uh, we recognise that when you play the better teams, you know, you've got to try and make sure you nullify their threats and make sure the impact on from some of their players is less. Uh, but also carrying that threat. We've had two very tight games against them, I think, this season. Um, there's not been a lot in the games um, and I feel as though we have the opportunity with the players we have available to, to believe we can win the game The core of the team that uh, played last May and won down at Celtic Park um, they're, they're still there Andrew and uh, they've, they've also had as the manager said that there's been two very close games against Celtic so far this season Yes, I mean, in fact three close games three, sorry. Uh, because there was the, the league match at Celtic Park that you know, the back heeler from Scott Sinclair won it then Ryan Christie scores the only goal in the League Cup final 4-3 at Pataudry so there's, there's very fine margins between the two sides and it, it's really the side that makes fewest errors I think that um, will win the game tomorrow Everything is stacked against Aberdeen because it's at Celtic Park. But, as I said earlier, we've shown the capability of going there under Derek McInnes and, and winning there. And you're right, there's, there's a good number of players that will feature tomorrow who were there on the 13th of May. And that's a great thing to, to have in the back of your mind, that you know that you've won there before. So why not go out and do it again? Yeah, Dave, less than 600 Aberdeen fans tomorrow, but you can be sure, as ever, they'll make themselves heard. As they always do in Glasgow, there's almost a siege mentality, isn't there? As, as they, they, go, they go there in the, in the hope that Aberdeen can, uh, you know, get a victory down there. Dom insists the Dons are well due a win over the hoops. When we played there earlier in the season and when we played them in the final of the League Cup, I think most of the lads would have said we deserve something out of one of those games. That's why they're the top of the league. That's why they've won so many trophies in the last three years because they have that moment that their players, you know, the players have. But I think we've been very close. And I think that we get our chances, we take our chances, keep it clean sheet, you know, we can get the three points out on Saturday. It'll be interesting to see what the Aberdeen team selection is tomorrow, Andrew. Yeah, there are a few injury problems, uh, particularly in, amongst the attackers. Uh, Niall McGinn, Gary Mackay, Stephen, Greg Stewart, all uh, mentioned as being doubts by the manager at his press conference. Uh, Sam Cosgrove, though, will play against Celtic, although he unfortunately misses the, the cup replay. And he's in a rich vein of scoring form, so he'll fancy his chances of getting a goal. Uh, but I think it's, it's the guys at the back who have got to be right on the top of their game and we saw against Rangers last week that um, you know Andy Considine and Scott McKenna who was the guy that was playing against them? I forget because we didn't see him at all Morelos Yeah, certainly um, not after <laughs> the yellow card No um, so they're qu- quite capable of going down there and doing a good defensive job and you've got 
for my money, the best goalkeeper in the league behind them. So there's there's things that point you towards being confident about Aberdeen going down to Celtic Park tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, Dave, we've had so many defensive mm-hmm. woes, injury-wise, yeah. uh, but now, as, as always is the way in these things, uh, the, the, the focus switches on to which, which players will be available uh, further up the park. Yeah, that's Sod's Law being highlighted in uh, football, isn't it, Dave? Uh, the manager says he can only hope that he can have key players like uh, GMS available. Yeah, he was a doubt coming into the cup game, uh, Rangers with an ankle. No, but he's now a doubt for this one, Celtic game, uh, with his calf after the penalty incident. So uh, him, now McGinn and Greg Stewart all... Um, receiving treatment on Knox, hoping that all three can be available um, but all three are down for, for Saturday's game and of course players that come in uh, have got a job to do and you know we're, we're, Don Ball was up for press uh, yesterday Andrew and uh, he's been uh, superb since he's replaced Shea Logan at right back he has indeed I mean by his own admission he didn't have the greatest game at, at right back the previous occasion that he was in the team for a huge game which of course was the cup semi-final against Motherwell last year but uh, down at St Johnston I thought he was absolutely outstanding set up Graham Shinney for the two goals I thought he kept Ryan Kent very very quiet um, in the, the cup game against Rangers and he's a good solid professional Don Ball uh, you ask him to go and do a job and even though it's out of position uh, or his natural position for him he just knuckles down and he gets on with it Yeah and, and Dave he's, he's uh, shown what a, a versatile player he is as well Indeed, Dave, you know, his confidence has really soared in a very impressive run uh, these last uh, few weeks. And Dom's very keen to keep hold of his place in the team. I came up from the winter break. I only played four minutes in the first eight games. I was sort of injured for a while with my back, um, so I was hardly training. And it sort of, you know, plays in your mind. It worries you, when am I going to get back in here? And you never want uh, someone to get injured uh, for you to get your chance. But that has been the case here, unfortunately, and... It might, hasn't been in midfield, but it has been at right back. So hopefully, I can just continue to play there and play well. Well, let's get your one to watch in red tomorrow, Dave. Uh, who's your focus going to be on? Um, I'm going to go for the captain, Graham Shinney. A, a crucial role in midfield as he battles with Scott Brown in the middle of the park. That could have a, a very important bearing on the outcome of this game. Okay, Andrew? Uh, I'm going to go for the man wearing number one, uh, Joe Lewis. I think he will be busier than Scott Bain tomorrow, but he's such a calming presence. Uh, Nothing phases Big Joe, and if he can keep the ball out of his net, half the the job's been done. Okay, well, we've heard from the Aberdeen camp. Let's hear from the interim uh, Celtic boss, Neil Lennon. I don't know if they'll have one eye on on Tuesday as well, but no one, Derek. And he's brilliant manager and he'll have something up his sleeve for us I'm sure um, but again you know we've done a lot of work on Aberdeen and how they play against us in previous games and what we have to do to overcome what will be you know a difficult hurdle but if we win then it's just ticking off another game and going forward This is Red Friday on North Sound 1 we'll continue our build up to the weekend after these Welcome back to North Sound One's Red Friday and Aberdeen are in Glasgow tomorrow afternoon to face champions Celtic in the Premiership but there's been plenty to talk about 
off the park, not least, of course, the ticket allocation for the replay, Andrew. Yeah, 972 tickets, I think it is, that they've been allocated. And I'll be perfectly honest, I'm not surprised that um, that is the allocation because every time we go to Ibrox, we get that little corner section at the the end of the, the Sandy Jardin stand. I know Kilmarnock got more tickets, but it's rated a Category A game when uh, Aberdeen visit. Ibrox, it's category C when Kilmarnock visit and my understanding is that um, it was after uh, discussions between Rangers and the police that uh, the number was arrived at Yeah well uh, I think the problem is that the Kilmarnock game with the extra tickets Dave it meant there was an area where both sets of fans would be mingling which was fine in the ca- under the category that it's deemed by Police Scotland for the Kilmarnock Rangers game but uh, not for what uh, Rangers Aberdeen is. It's very very frustrating that it should come to this isn't it Dave and it, it just seems ridiculous to me that you know Kelly got so many more tickets than us surely um, our wonderful police force is capable of keeping two sets of fans apart you know they can put barriers up they can have you know, lines of uh, coppers to keep them apart and then Aberdeen can get the, the allocation that they deserve. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, it's uh, it's disappointing, uh, but I know that it was obviously the furore mm-hmm. because we've cut our allocation to uh, all f- fans, uh, you know, the, the old yeah. firm fans at Pataudry, um, now down to 2,000, and that was done about five years ago, and this was the first time that a, a cup match has come up uh, mm-hmm. For, for this situation so you do it does feel a bit tit for tat doesn't it yeah tit for tat is exactly what I was ju- just about to say we spoke to Derek McInnes about this obviously he's obviously clearly disappointed with the Ibrox allocation but he's being diplomatic I think the, the reasons given we've got to respect that you know, for us on the playing side of it it would have been nice to see more supporters there um, but that is what it is we've just got to deal with it. it's not really um, anything that I can have any influence on and uh, you know, whether there's no fans there, whether there's 20,000 fans there from Aberdeen. For me, the important part is making sure the team, um, we all know who we're playing for anyway. You know, you know, anybody who can be at the game will be eagerly anticipating the result anyway. So we all have that responsibility. We know who we represent and uh, hopefully say we can get the club into another semi-final. The other unsavoury aspect that's been dominating headlines uh, both in the front and back pages has been the uh, crowd behaviour, Andrew, and it's, it's a sad indictment that uh, now seems to be almost every match there's some incident that's been being highlighted for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, it, it does make you wonder the mentality of some people who go along to football matches. Uh, they have to be hell-bent and simply going there to cause trouble. And the sooner they're weeded out of the Scottish game, the better, because by far and away the vast majority of fans are simply there to support their team, support their club, enjoy a good game of football um, and not to indulge in anything that is going to cause any harm to either a fellow fan or to a player out in the pitch and it's only a matter of time I think before something happens that a player is seriously injured and then the mucky stuff really will hit the fan yeah. Not not literally, but um, uh, you know what I mean. Uh, something's going to have to be done about it. And the, the authorities can't just bury their heads in the sand about this. Um, and I, 
go all the way up to the courts in the land who have got to start taking uh, responsibility and putting these perpetrators of, of these violent acts, and that's what they are, put them in jail. Yeah, I mean, Dave, the, the time for talking is well and truly passed now. Yeah, there's there's no point in uh, authorities and the government saying, oh, we will take stern action, but, because no, nothing ever seems to be happening. We're just going around in, in circles here. And, you know, Derek's got very strong views on that. He says there have been far too many incidents of late. What it does do, it shines a light on our game in a poor way. Um, instead of focusing on so many positives in our league at the minute, good players, good managers, good teams, competitive. Um, crowds up, all the rest of it and I think we've all got to take responsibility for that each and every club, each and every supporter um, because there is an element in each support who have that intention of, uh, of causing trouble um, and crossing that line and I think we've got to make sure that um, those people are eradicated from the game and, and uh, not allowed back into these stadiums when they, they misbehave Let's turn our attention back to matters on the field now and uh, before we start the predictor let's see what the kid in the kit room has to say about tomorrow's game down at Celtic Park. The Dons are playing Celtic on Saturday. I'm going to stay positive and I think the score is going to be 1-0 Aberdeen or 1-1. I can't make up my mind. Well, we're going to have to make up our mind in the predictor, unfortunately, <laughs> because, uh, well, that's the way it works. And yes. uh, the current tables after last week, Andrew. Uh, Graham Black for the Red Army scored the princely sum of one point oh. uh, to move on to 106. Dave G, you got six points. You're now in 112. Oh, yeah. uh, Dave Mack, you got six points. You're in 121. And just to make it interesting, I only scored three points, so it's 123, just to give you a wee carrot dangled in front of your face Dave yeah, it's very yeah. noble of you yes, yes. <laughs> touching uh, right um, this evening we've got what should be quite an intriguing match uh, Dave down at Easter Road 7.45 kick off uh, Hibs against Rangers I can only see an away victory Hibs were insipid in their cup defeat by Celtic Hibs nil Rangers 2 OK, Andrew? Um, I'm going to go for completely the opposite. Well, nearly the opposite. I'm going to go Hibs 2, Rangers 1. I think um, Rangers will have an eye on the Scottish Cup replay against the Dons because that the Scottish Cup represents their best chance of silverware. Although, if they beat Aberdeen, they then face Celtic in the semi-final. Uh, and uh, Hibs at home are usually pretty good. Uh, Take the Neil Lennon factor out that was there when they played Celtic in in the Cup and I just have a sneaking suspicion Hibs might just win it. OK, and I'm going for Hibs 1, Rangers 2. Andrew Dundee against Hearts. We're into the Saturday afternoon games now. Well, if you thought Hibs were insipid in their Cup tie, Dave, I mean, Hearts, mm. they were awful against Partick Thistle from what I saw of the game. And uh, Dundee, they've got everything to play for. I think they'll just sneak it 2-1. OK, Dave. I'm going 1-0 uh, to Dundee, Dave. Uh, Dundee desperate for three points, which would give them a, a, a really huge lift. And remember, they won at Tynecastle earlier this season as well. They did indeed. I'm going for 2-2 in that one. Dave Livingston against St Johnston. Uh, can't separate them. 1-1, one, one, a hard-fought encounter in the battle for a top-six finish. Andrew? Uh, I just fancy Livingston to get the victory. St Johnston really struggling at the moment and home form uh, has been 
pretty good over the season for Livingston uh, they've won 8 out of their 14 home matches I think tomorrow will be their ninth when they win 2-1 I'm going for 1-1 Andrew staying with you for the Lanarkshire Derby at Fir Park Motherwell against Hamilton well we're right off Hamilton at our peril um they won 2-0 at Petaudry. Uh They're playing some decent football now under Brian Rice and I think that will be good enough for them to go to Fir Park and get a share of the spoils. 1-1. Dave? Another close one. Aki's with that one at Petaudry that we mentioned. A very good win indeed. Uh, but I, I get the feeling home advantage might just see the well nick it 1-0. Yeah, I've gone for 1-0 as well. And Dave, Monday evening is St Mirren against Kilmarnock. Well, Killy, no wins in the last eight. St Mirren unbeaten in their last three. A very intriguing one. I think that'll be 1-1. Andrew? Uh, because of the fact that Killy have had such a poor run without a victory, I think it's going to continue because St Mirren, again, have everything to play for. I think they might just nick it 1-0. OK, I've gone for 2-2 in that one. And finally, the big one tomorrow afternoon, Andrew Celtic against Aberdeen. Well, um, Joe Lewis, if he can keep a clean sheet, will be his 50th clean sheet for Aberdeen. But you always fancy Celtic to score. And I'm going to go for a result that Derek McInnes has never managed to get in his managerial career against Celtic. And that's a draw, 1-1. Dave? I'm going for Celtic 1, Aberdeen 2, 3 narrow wins for the hoops over the Dons so far this season. But Aberdeen, they go to Parkhead in confident moods uh, that they can set the record straight. So, 2-1 Aberdeen. OK, and I've gone, like Andrew, for 1-1. One, one. Well, the Red Army this week are represented by Greg Taylor. OK, so this week, predicting the scores for the Red Army is Greg. Greg, starting off, Hibs are against Rangers on Friday night. I think it'll be 2-1 uh, Hibs. And on Saturday, first of all, Dundee against Hearts? 3-1 uh, Hearts. And then Livingston against St Johnston? It'll be 1-1. One, one. Motherwell face Hamilton? 2-1 Motherwell Aberdeen are at Parkhead to take on Celtic 1-0 Aberdeen and then on Monday St Mirren against Kilmarnock Killy will win 3-0 in League 2 tomorrow leaders Peter Header at home to Anna Athletic here's Blue Toon boss Jim McAnally the mindset is just to win the nine of them I mean I know that's a, that's a hard call but we know that if we can certainly win eight of them then there's nothing anybody else can do and that's the only way we've got to think we've just been taking it one game at a time to pick them off and, and I think that's the best way to go about it we don't need to look about us we don't need to wonder what's going on elsewhere because you know we spent a lot a lot of last season doing that we just need to worry about us and if we can if we can keep getting results then you know the team's behind us if they know them for error Tom, top games in the Highland League well, Cove Rangers are back on top of the table after the 6-2 midweek win against Rothes. They travelled to Banff to face Devon Vale. Second place, Barora Rangers, also on the road, away to second bottom, Lossiemouth. That's your lot for another week on Red Friday. Thanks for your company. Remember, Celtic against Aberdeen tomorrow afternoon at Celtic Park. Three o'clock kick-off. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. North Sound 1's Red Friday.